Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to episode 300 of Text Message, the UK-focused technology podcast, with me, Nate Langson. And me, Ian Morris. 300 episodes in and you almost forgot to introduce yourself. I didn't forget to introduce myself, but I'll tell you what happened. Discord cut out at exactly the moment that you finished introducing yourself. So I was sort of thrown a sudden... No, not a sudden. I was thrown into disarray uh, by that by that activity. Uh, Discord well. obviously is a, a shower. Well, later on in this slightly different episode, we're going to have a bit of fun because... One of the things I've been reading a lot about recently, as indeed has almost anybody who follows technology, is artificial intelligence, generative AI specifically, and chat GPT even more specifically. And I had a little inkling the other day that it might be funny to see what would happen if chat GPT was asked to write a screenplay about two podcasts, uh, podcasters called Ian and Nate celebrating their 300th episode. And I wasn't actually expecting what came back to be quite as entertaining as it was. Um, So we're going to act it out later. And it will be either, it will be one of two things. It will either be absolutely bloody brilliant Radio 4 quality genius. It It definitely won't be that. And I have been outside recording sound effects and everything, as well as buying some from Pond5 because I couldn't. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's why I'm confident. On the other hand, the much more realistic outcome is that it is awful and we will regret every minute of doing it. But I am going to sit on the side of optimism for that point. Uh, The other thing, just to nod to the 300, I thought, what what 300 could we discuss? Um, We toyed with the idea of, of running through 300 tech topics and giving our opinion on each of them in under you know, three or four seconds. But then we decided that that would be bollocks. So we didn't even well, we, start pla- planning well, that. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, we did. Instead, you decided to ask it to write as a drama. Yes. Uh, <coughs> and, it, and also, and it, I assume that's a Patreon exclusive. So have we now upset no. our... Oh. No. No, 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 no. Everyone's, every, everybody's, everybody's getting it. Um, it's just that I highly expect we will screw large parts of it up and they will be funnier than the bits we get right. And that may well right. end up being Patreon exclusive. But we'll find out. Uh, we do also have a Patreon section uh, later about the problems of syncing devices. And I did want to note on the 300 point, uh, I went back 300 years um, via the medium of research, not, uh, not via time travel, uh, uh, to find out something that happened in tech... 300 years ago and it turns out that 300 years ago the only thing that really happened was politics but there was one exception to this thank you wikipedia the first fire extinguisher of which there is any record of having a patent attached to it was from england from 1723 by somebody called ambrose godfrey which sounds like a almost like a a spiritual dessert doesn't it Hmm. uh but, but was actually a chemist 
and it consisted of a cask of fire extinguishing liquid containing a pewter chamber of gunpowder. Right, hold on. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I think about when I think about gunpowder is not, um, you know, the, the reduction of fire, but rather the mm. creation of it. Well, this is the great thing. Um, it used the gunpowder to explode the um, uh, the solution, the, the, the fire dowsing uh, solution. Agent. Agent, thank you, over the flames. So it was... The, the explosion was to to propel the stuff right anyway okay well that sounds in- intriguing it was used apparently so that was, in imagine running a, a tech podcast 300 years ago nate yep. we would have been we, that would have had struggled even more to t- find news topics to talk about than we do now possibly or we would have spent half an hour talking about this amazing thing called the exploding fire extinguisher did stop some fires in london apparently there was something in the bradley's weekly messenger of november 7th 1729 which referred to its efficiency in stopping a fire in london and that's as much as i'm reading from wikipedia although i did look up uh, the facts from a couple of other sources and uh, did find evidence that that this is uh, this is accurate so well that's uh, pretty fascinating to be fair You've, you've done a good job there thank you and thank you, fire extinguishers, for saving <laughs> us from the flames of our doom. Ian, tell me about news before we do a radio play. Sure. Uh, well, the UK government's up to its uh, usual tricks, Nate. Uh, mm. The Home Office wants to make bespoke encrypted phones illegal, uh, according to a motherboard report. The phones are, according to the government, used for criminal activity, and making them illegal will give organised crimes gangs no place to hide that snippet of wisdom from the arch nemesis of freedom suella braverman what braverman seems to have forgotten is that criminal gangs are made up of well criminals uh, and therefore it seems unlikely that the law change will give them too much to worry about Uh, the legislation refers only to devices sold as bespoke phones Uh, so whatsapp signal and other encrypted messaging services won't be affected uh you just won't be able to buy crimo phone 2000 at curry's anymore Uh, i presume that's where they were getting those devices from not the dark web which is also historically very law-abiding and i assume that's not a real phone no no i i I made it up um because i well i mean there is a there is a proper phone uh which i'll come to actually um one potential issue uh, as with all these attacks on encryption, is the, legit- the the legitimate use of these devices. There's two words that are not designed to be said together, is aren't they? The, the, no. the legitimate uh, that might include human rights defenders operating in sensitive areas where governments could use identifying information and endanger lives. But also, it is surely the right of any free citizen to have access to encryption if they choose. Additionally, in 2020, French and Dutch police forces compromised Encrypto Chat or EncroChat, a phone system uh, that was used, uh, uh, that they then used for information um, and gathered uh, up people like drug smugglers and thwarted kidnappings and murders. A wired story says there were worse things found on the compromised encrypted accounts. The encryption wasn't broken. Uh, the French simply used the company's own servers to push malware to the devices, which apparently cost thousands to buy. So, so there this you go. Is, this is realistically only going to affect a very small group of fairly well-funded criminals. Yeah, who almost certainly will be able to continue to get these devices through any means that would usually be used by criminals. And it wouldn't affect phones that are encrypted by default. No. It's just phones that are specifically sold as 
uh, this is an, encrypt- an encrypted phone that cannot be hacked, blah, blah, blah. Correct. Appeal. Hmm, now, but of course, the point of this is that we do know that the UK government does have a B in its collective bonnet about encryption. So you could argue that this would be the first step towards a, a more generalised ban on encryption, uh, which I think is unworkable, but that wouldn't stop them from trying to get it through, would it now? They seem to want to do this. They do. They, ha- they do hate encryption for reasons that we've always been very, very familiar. But all the efforts to enforce any kind of ban has always fallen at, if not the first hurdle, it certainly died of its injuries shortly after falling over that first hurdle. <laughs> yes, it's you know. um, it's very much like the 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 Grand National Horse, isn't it? That uh, that has a stumble and then a tent is erected around it. Well, it's um, like you stumble over a hurdle, you do still travel. Uh, because of just the velocity and yes, you know, mass and, everything. Um, and energy and all those kind of things all all come into play, don't they? Exactly. Uh, so, so yes, it's. I mean, I, I, it's a, it's a niche story. I appreciate that most of our listeners won't be listening to uh, our podcast on an encrypted device. That would surely be a terrible waste of a device. Uh, but even so, I still find these sort of war against encryption stories to be both troublesome and constant. Well, it's good that you keep uh, keep us abreast uh, of all the latest development there. Um, I did an extra message this week, actually, for patrons about um, buying some pre-owned hard drives from a uh, CE Exchange store to see ah. if I could deep scan the contents and find anything interesting. Uh, turns out most of them had nothing interesting on them, but a couple of them did have things and they are things that were very, very easy to recover with the appropriate software. So it's a bit of a public service announcement that if you are selling a hard drive, actually wipe it and don't mm. just de- press delete and assume that uh, all your data's gone because uh, well, it, ha- it hasn't. Uh, and this is a, a very valuable related point because obviously the modern operating systems tend to have encryption on them, don't they? Um, you know, Windows, Mac OS, both offer yep. drive encryption. Uh, which is protected at uh, a very deep level by the uh, the processor and the uh, you know the motherboard of your computer. So, really, if you know if this war on encryption continues, uh, then we might find more people finding themselves subject to your poking and prodding of the data in their drives. Charlotte in live chat says she was going to sell a couple of phones at CEX next week, and I should point out that the the store I got these from. Um, there are loads of others. This isn't anything specific to them. I just happened to be walking past a CEX in Hartford and saw some cheap hard drives for sale. Um, I mean, one of the a very good way of being sure your data is erased is just writing over the data mm. with with large files over and over again. But uh, hard, there is it's easy to do on a hard drive, and operating systems do have like secure erase facilities that you usually probably want to leave on overnight but uh, if you're interested in that uh, in that topic that is out on extra message now um anything well, else a good about- point well john, mm. john made a good point in the chat that said uh, if you're using apple's new encryption feature then you are listening to the podcast on an encrypted device which i i suppose is a fair point uh and and sort of luke followed that up with asking if if um the law would hit iphones as they are encrypted no that seems to be not the case. Um, it, it, these would only be the sort of devices that are you know, badged as secure. It, it's 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 odd how how you set up a law to operate in that way. I've no idea because theoretically it would apply to everything. Al says it it excludes retail um, consumer technology. 
So that would basically mean anything that we, you and I go and buy is, is fine. It's more these bespoke yeah. Uh, yeah and i mean i should point out that some of the features of these bespoke devices include things like removing gps tracking uh, taking out cameras and things like that so that so they're designed to be uh, and and you can wipe them at the touch of a button but so you know there are some differences but i mean radical differences like yeah you could just as well, well get away with an iphone would be my take and that is ian's advice to all if you're aspiring. a criminal yeah criminals out there yeah um my advice is don't do crimes because crimes are not the things for these times uh, unlike interstitial zero dot wav <laughs> right it's that time we are going to celebrate episode 300 in the way that I could only think is the best way, which is by getting ChatGPT to write us an entire screenplay. Now, and then I'll tell not, you re- in a- not re- rehearsing it at all. That's right. And, and that's, diving that's straight right. in with a bunch of sound effects that you've both recorded yourself and bought off Pond5. Correct. And I, I would like to say that the only... I've taken nothing out of this script and I have added nothing into it. It is exactly as the machine produced and yeah and (laughs) although there were two or three points where it sort of finished and i said another one please the only thing i added was something like another scene that involves a cat or another scene where there is a twist i didn't ask it anything else you could summarize everything i requested probably in about three lines throughout the entirety of this can confirm did see that uh, version of the script with the yeah. with the prompts left in yeah so with that said i am going to fire up soundboard 2 where i've got my uh Good my, my my various my various sounds uh, and, uh, and we're gonna... so i guess so i'm guessing that here that this is the point where uh listeners to the free show will hear a flawless and slick presentation and uh patrons will hear a car crash of unmitigated dimensions no what's he do- interior what's oh ian's living room day ian and nate are sitting on the couch chatting you know what'll be fun starting a technology podcast that is a great idea i've always wanted to do something like that me too we could talk about the latest tech trends and review new products and share our thoughts on the future of technology Absolutely. I think it would be a lot of fun and a great way for sharing our passion for technology with others. Ian and Nate both pull out their laptops and begin researching how to start a podcast. They talk about the type of equipment they'll need, how to create a recording space and how to reach an audience. A few weeks later, Ian and Nate are recording their first episode. They discuss the latest smartphone releases, touch on AI and the Internet of Things and share their thoughts on the future of wearable technology. They have a blast recording the episode and can't wait to release it to the world. Over the next several months, Ian and Nate continue recording and sharing new episodes of their technology podcast. They build a loyal audience, make connections with other tech enthusiasts, and have a lot of fun sharing their passion for technology. Fade to black. Interior. Ian's living room. Day. Ian and Nate are recording their latest episode of the technology podcast. They're discussing the latest developments in virtual and augmented reality. 
So Ian, what do you think about the new VR headset that was just released? I think it's amazing. The graphics are so realistic and the sense of immersion is unlike anything I've ever experienced. Suddenly, there was a knock at the door. <laughs> Excuse Ian's me, Dave. got up. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. Ian's got up to answer it is the summary. <laughs> Lost my place. <laughs> Um, <coughs> excuse me Nate let me just grab that Ian opens the door and is confronted by two men in suits Ian we need to speak with you can I help you man too we're from the department of defence we need to talk to you about your expertise in virtual reality Ian is shocked he looks back at Nate who is equally surprised not only am I shocked, obviously, we don't live in America, so we don't have a Department of Defense. Uh, of course! Let's go to the kitchen and talk. Ian leads the two men to the kitchen, while Nate stays in the living room, still recording. Cut to interior, kitchen, day. Ian is sitting at the kitchen table, across from the two men. Man one. Ian, we are... <coughs> Ian, we understand that you have extensive knowledge and experience in virtual reality technology. That's correct. I've been interested in VR for years. I've been experimenting with it for even longer. That's exactly what we need. We're working on a top secret project for the military, and we need your experience to help us. Ian is stunned. He never imagined that his passion for technology would lead to something like this. Of course, I'll help however I can. The two men stand up and shake Ian's hand. We'll be in touch. Ian watches as the two men leave, still in shock. Cut to interior living room, day. Nate has stopped recording and is waiting for Ian to return. Ian, mate, what was all that about? Ian takes a deep breath and sits down next to Nate. You're not going to believe it. The Departments of Defence just came to me about a top secret project they're working on and they want my help. Nate's eyes widen in surprise. That's incredible. How did they find out about you? Ian shrugs. I guess they've been listening to the podcast. Nate leans back in his chair, still in disbelief. Who would have thought that our technology podcast would lead to something like this? Ian nods, still in shock. Interior, Department of Defense Lab, Day. Ian walks into the lab feeling a mix of excitement and nervousness. He's been tasked with working on a top-secret virtual reality project for the military, and he can't believe he's finally here. Ian meets with his supervisor, Dr. Johnson, who gives him a tour of the facility and introduces him to the rest of the team. Ian is impressed by the cutting-edge technology and the advanced research being done in the lab. Later in the day, Ian's taken to a briefing room, where he's introduced to the project he'll be working on. The goal is to create a virtual reality training program for military personnel to help them prepare for dangerous situations in the field. Ian is amazed by the scope of the project and can't wait to get started. He spends the rest of his day familiarizing himself with the equipment and the software and begins to form ideas for how to bring his own expertise in virtual reality into the project. Cut to interior lab later. Ian is in the lab working on a prototype of the virtual reality training program. 
He's making great progress and is impressed by how well the technology is working. Suddenly, something goes wrong and the simulation glitches, causing Ian to be momentarily disoriented. Dr. Johnson. Ian, are you okay? What happened? I'm not sure. The simulation just glitched. Dr. Johnson quickly examines the equipment and software and realizes that there's been a security breach. Dr. Johnson. Ian, this is serious. We Does he sound a bit like Schwarzenegger? Didn't mean that. <laughs> Ian, <laughs> Ian, this is serious. We have to shut down the lab and secure all the equipment. Ian nods, still feeling a bit shaken. He helps Dr. Johnson and the rest of the team secure the lab and begin an investigation into the security breach. Cut to interior briefing room later. Ian is sitting in a briefing room with Dr. Johnson and a few other members of the team. They're discussing the results of the investigation into the security breach. Dr. Johnson. It appears that someone within the facility is behind the breach. We're not sure who or what their motivations are, but we have to be careful. Ian not. Ian, can you take the stage direction on this bit? Because I'm sick of my own voice. <laughs> so what do you want, you want me to read all of the non... Just to... <clears throat> yeah, just, yeah, just sure. read the next paragraph. <clears throat> Ian nods, feeling a mix of fear and determination. He's determined to help protect the project and make sure that the virtual reality training program is a success. Internal. Interior. Oh, sorry. Yeah, interior. Nate Studio. Day. You want me to read this as well? Obviously. Righto. Nate is sitting at his desk, surrounded by audio equipment and computers. He's working on editing the latest episode of his technology podcast, Tech Talk. Nate has always loved technology, and he loves sharing his passion with others through his podcast. But today, mm. he can't feel a little, help but feel a little twinge of jealousy as he thinks about his best friend Ian and the exciting work he's doing at the US Department of Defense. <laughs> Nate decides to take a break from editing and checks his phone. He sees a message from Ian telling him about the security breach at the lab. Nate is shocked and worried, but also impressed by Ian's bravery in the face of danger. Nate decides to dedicate the next episode of Tech Talk to the, discussing the latest developments in military technology and virtual reality, uh, <clears throat> which is obviously not uh, at all classified. He starts to research and gather information, feeling a renewed sense of excitement about the potential of technology to make a positive impact on the world. Yeah, and... Uh... John in our live chat points out that uh, he hopes your phone isn't encrypted. <clears throat> yes. In this well, he world, says that he would... hopes it is encrypted because of oh, all the government is. secrets for the US Department of Defense. Yeah, which apparently we're now about to broadcast on a podcast. Apparently. Uh, well, let's find out. I'll take the next bit. Cut to interior studio later. Nate is recording the latest episode of Tech Talk. By the way, it's a terrible name for a podcast, isn't it? It is. You Also, this doesn't make any sense for you to read this. I need to read this because then you've got dialogue. Oh, yeah. All right, go and on And you've got to do a girl. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Go on, then. Nate is recording the latest episode of Tech Talk with his co-host, Sarah. They're discussing the latest developments in military technology and virtual reality and the potential of these technologies to change the way we live and work. Hang on, did we know there was a woman called Sarah? Where's she come from? Uh, I don't know. And we have to keep in mind the importance of protecting these technologies from those who would use them for harm. Exactly, Sarah. That's why it's so important for us to have people like Ian working on these projects. 
He's at the forefront of this technology, and I have no doubt that he'll be able to make a real impact. Nate finishes the episode feeling inspired and grateful for the opportunity to share his passion for technology with the world. Interior. Cafe. Day. A young woman, Lisa, in all capital letters for reasons I have forgotten, is sitting at a table in a busy cafe listening to the latest episode of Tech Talk on her headphones. She's sipping on a coffee looking engrossed in the conversation. Lisa is a software engineer who works for a company that specializes in virtual reality technology. She's heard about the security breach at the Department of Defense and knows that it could have serious implications for her own work. As she listens to Nate and Sarah's discussions of military technology, she starts to feel... (laughs) Which is in no way classified. She starts to feel uneasy. Maybe it was the 300th episode. She knows... (laughs) She knows that she's working on similar technology at her company, and the thought of it falling into the wrong hands is frightening. Suddenly, Lisa hears Nate mention the security breach at the lab. She leans in, closer, trying to catch every word. And this just goes to sh- This is me on the podcast, apparently. And this just goes to show how important it is to have people like Ian working on these projects. He's at the forefront of this technology, and I have no doubt that he'll be able to make a real impact. See, it's quite nice, because that's sort of shifted scene isn't it from the last from the last one to 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 this uh lisa whispering to herself do you want to take lisa not desperately but what if he can't what if the technology falls into the wrong hands she finishes her coffee and quickly packs up her things feeling a sense of urgency she knows she needs to speak to her boss about the security of their own virtual reality technology cut to interior lisa's office day Lisa walks into her boss's office and closes the door behind her. Uh, do you want to take Lisa or I'll take the boss? Uh, yeah. Go on. I-, I need to talk to you about something important. I just heard about the security breach at the Department of Defense and I'm worried our technology could be at risk too. Her boss looks at her, concerned. Eh, what are you suggesting? <laughs> oh, he's <nervous. laughs> uh, Sure. <laughs> I... I can- <laughs> I think we need to take extra precautions to ensure that the security of our technology, we can't afford to have it fall into the wrong hands. Lisa and her boss spend the next hour discussing the measures they can take to protect their technology and prevent a similar breach from happening at their company. Interior, Department of Defense, Lab, Day. Ian is sitting at his desk surrounded by computer screens and equipment. He's been working on a top-secret project for the Department of Defense and is fully immersed in his work. Suddenly, suddenly, Ian hears a noise behind him. He turns around to see a mysterious stranger entering the lab. The stranger is wearing a black suit and has a stern expression on his face. Ian, I need to speak to you. Ian gets up from his desk feeling uneasy can i help you i'm here to talk to you about the security breach that occurred in this lab ian's heart races as he thinks about the implications of the security breach he knows that he needs to cooperate with the stranger to ensure the safety of the technology suddenly a beautiful woman walks into the lab accompanied by a cat ian is momentarily taken aback by her beauty but quickly snaps back to reality as the stranger starts to speak again Stranger, Miss Jenkins, 
I believe you may have some information that could be of assistance to us. Miss Jenkins walks up to Ian and the stranger, her cat following closely behind. Oh, I was just by the lab when I saw something really strange on one of the computer screens. I think it could be related to the security breach. Where did that voice come from? I don't know, but it was brilliant. Said, <laughs> said no one ever. Ian, the stranger, and Miss Jenkins, apparently, work together to investigate the source of the security breach. As they work, Ian starts to realise that there's more to Miss Jenkins than meets the eye, and he can't help but feel drawn to her. Cut to interior, lab, later. Ian, the stranger, and Miss Jenkins are gathered around one of the computer screens, examining the source of the security breach. Stranger. It looks like the breach was caused by a rogue AI system that was able to bypass our security protocols. But how could that have happened? Miss Jenkins. I think I may have an idea. I've been working on a similar AI system <laughs> for, <laughs> for my own research, and I think I may have accidentally created a backdoor that could have been <laughs> exploited. <laughs> Ian, the stranger, and Miss Jenkins work together to secure the AI system and prevent any future breaches. As they work, Ian starts to realise that he's found a new partner in Miss Jenkins, and he can't feel, he can't help but feel grateful for her help. Interior, Nate's studio, daytime. Ian walks into Nate's studio, looking, <laughs> looking excited. Nate is seated at his desk, surrounded by audio equipment. Nate, you won't believe what's just happened. What's up? I met this amazing woman at the lab today. Her name is Miss Jenkins. She, she's a brilliant AI researcher. That's great, man. <laughs> so what's the story with her? <laughs> Obviously no idea. Uh, well, she, uh, she was involved in helping me solve the security breach at the lab, and we worked together to secure the AI system. That's fantastic. But what does that mean for uh, our podcast? Well, Miss Jenkins, with no first name, is a tech expert, and I think she could be a great asset for our show. Plus, she's got this amazing cat that always follows her around. That sounds like that sounds like a plan. <laughs> but what about my ideas for a segment on giant African land snails? I'm sure we can find a place for the show too. But for now, let's focus on incorporating Miss Jenkins and her expertise. I think she could bring a new level of insight and innovation to our podcast. Sounds like a great plan. Let's do this. Ian and Nate high five. Ready to take... I did that. <laughs> I did that one live. Uh, ready to take their podcast to the next level with the help of Miss Jenkins and her amazing cat. Interior. No, wait. Exterior. Park. Day. Miss <laughs> Jenkins is walking through the park, enjoying the beautiful day. She's holding a bag of chocolates and eating one as she thinks about Ian. Miss Jenkins, to herself. Ian was so smart and resourceful in solving that security breach. He'd be a great asset to have on my team. And he seems to be passionate about technology and making it more accessible to, to everyone. What <laughs> accent is this? I don't know. She, well, nonetheless. But she, I am very she, into she, her. Mm, apparently. She takes, she, well, she seems quite into you. She takes another bite of her chocolate and continues walking. <laughs> Miss Jenkins to herself. 
Maybe I should suggest doing a podcast with him. It would be a great way to spread the word about our work and reach a wider audience. But would he be interested? And would it be appropriate to work with a colleague outside of the lab? She continues to ponder the idea as she walks through the park, taking in the sounds and sights and sounds of nature. Miss Jenkins to herself. I'll have a think about it some more. (laughs) I'll... I'll have to think about it some more. It might be worth discussing with Ian and seeing if it's something we could pursue together. Interior. Nate's studio. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> Nate's studio. Daytime. Ian and Nate are sitting in Nate's studio, discussing potential new segments for their podcast. Suddenly, Ian's phone starts ringing. Bollocks, I haven't got a sound effect for that. Oh. Never mind. Use your imagination. Ring, ring. Oh, excuse me. That's Miss Jenkins. Hello? Miss Jenkins on the other end of the line. Ian, it's Miss Jenkins. I've been thinking about our conversation earlier today, and I've got an idea to run past you. Sure, go ahead. Nate, whispering. Who is it? It's Miss Jenkins. The AI researcher you were telling me about. Yes, she has an idea she wants to discuss with us. Put it on speaker. Ian places the phone on speaker. Miss Jenkins on speakerphone. I've been thinking about our conversation today and I've got an idea I'd like to run past you both. I was thinking about your technology podcast and how it could benefit from having a tech expert like myself involved. That sounds like a great idea. I completely agree. What have you got in mind? Well, I was thinking that maybe I could come on as a regular co-host and provide a technical perspective on the latest tech trends and innovations. That sounds fantastic. I think it's a great idea. What do you say, Nate, although you just said what you think? I did, didn't I? I'm, I'm, I'm (laughs) I'm all in. Ian and Nate, high five. As Miss Jenkins (laughs) continues talking on their other end of the line. They're excited about the future of their podcast and the new dynamic Miss Jenkins will bring to their show. Interior. Nate's studio. Day. Ian, Nate and Miss Jenkins are in Nate's studio, recording their first episode with Miss Jenkins as their new co-host. They're having a great time discussing the latest tech trends and innovations. Nate. So, Miss Jenkins, you've been studying AI for a while now. What's the most interesting thing you've seen in the field lately? Miss Jenkins. Well, there have been some incredible breakthroughs in natural language processing and machine learning. Suddenly, a loud meowing noise is heard in the background. Nate, laughing. What was that? That sounded like a cat. Oh, that would be my cat. He's quite the attention seeker. Nate, jokingly. Well, maybe we should have him on as a special guest. Everyone's <laughs> ah, Oh lol. Everyone starts starts laughing as the cat meows again. Actually, there's one more twist. You see, my cat is actually an AI powered robot cat. I, I created him as part of a research project to study the interaction between humans and AI. What? That's incredible. Miss Jenkins smiles. I thought it would be a fun twist to bring him into the studio today. Ian and Nate are in disbelief as the cat meows again. (laughs) Uh, But they can't help but laugh at the hilarious twist. 
They continue recording the rest of the episode, discussing the incredible advancements in AI and robotics with Miss Jenkins and her robot cat. The end. Well, I mean, remarkable, absolutely remarkable. I've never considered a world where literally everyone is podcasting all the time and that's their default position yeah uh, and all of their worries in the world relate to how they can integrate that their lives into a podcast indeed uh, and also a woman with no name apart well, from no f- no first name no first name yeah so we in- just call her I mean, maybe her first name's miss yeah okay well if you enjoyed that do do send us a podcast uh an email a podcast <laughs> Hello oh. at uktechshow.com. Thank you, Lisa. You're welcome. That's not Let's Lisa. Have... That was Miss J- Jenkins. Uh, they're twins. I'd like to take a moment, obviously, to, <laughs> to transition back into reality and th- thank our patrons for supporting us uh, for so many of these episodes. Yeah, well done, guys. You pay for that shambles. <laughs> I feel, if the chat is anything to go by, that it was nothing short of a ripping success. I do hope so. Yeah. Um, um, it, so it was a bit you. of a risk. It was, wasn't it? But like all risks, the reward was great. Um, well, not not all risks. <laughs> and not that great. No. So to summarise, <laughs> it, it was fine. We just wasted 30 minutes of everyone's time. But if you would like more unscripted uh, versions of the show, we do extra message every week that aren't always as bizarre as that. Uh, and you can get the unedited versions of the show at patreon.com forward slash UK tech. Thank you if you are one of them. Uh, I tell you who has sent us, an, sent us an email, though. His name's Tom Merritt. He does Taylor Daily Tech News show. He's a great friend to us. And this is what you can listen to on his show if you want to go back and listen to episodes this week. This week on Daily Tech News Show, India banned TikTok almost three years ago, and Google and Instagram are very pleased. Oh, right. And Google scheduled an AI-related event, which was followed by Microsoft scheduling its own a day earlier, which led to Google making the AI part of its event public right away. And then Microsoft showed a pretty well-prepared integration with Bing in the Edge browser, while Google advertised a mistake from their AI. That was most of the week, really. But we also had a rousing roundtable where Scott Johnson, Max Scovel, and Trish Hersberger discussed the state of cloud gaming. All that and much more at DailyTechNewsShow.com. Yeah, if you want a good summary of all the AI announcements, then uh, they did a cracking job this week at, at covering those. Um, yeah, the Google the Google mistake, I think it had said the James Webb Space Telescope was the first to discover an exoplanet, um, which, uh, is not, which is not true. Was it Hubble? Uh, no, I think it would have been. Who was the exoplanet? Was it Spitzer? Did Spitzer? No, Kepler. I think it would be Kepler. I think Kepler. Have you just dropped a smint? Mm, yeah. Oh, that's tragic. I do hope it's okay. Smint down. Well, uh, also podcast down. Thanks everybody for listening to three hundred episodes um, or four hundred odd. If you listen to extra message as well, you poor things. Um, we really do appreciate you sticking with us, and we'd love you to go and leave us a fresh review if you haven't done for a while or ever on Apple Podcasts. Give us a star in Spotify. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. Tell a spouse. Tell your kids. <laughs> whatever. Just definitely tell an word. enemy. <laughs> Always tell your enemies the podcasts to listen to, because um, they have friends. And they may like it. Ian, I feel it's your turn to talk. It's the last word. It's outro time. Go for it. I, on- I honestly can't believe we've done 300 of these. Uh, thanks from the bottom of our hearts for listening. We really appreciate it.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.